this is Spoken by Ellsworth, a Femdom Hypnosis Podcast, Season 4. So, it is that day again. Happy Valentine's Day. Hopefully you've heard that or said that already today. But if not, and you need a valentine, you are always welcome to ask me. Chances are, I will say yes. Partly because I am one of those people that doesn't believe love is limited by giving it out or receiving it by more than one. I want to say thank you for the lovely gifts. They have been trickling in over the past probably week and a half or so. Um, (laughs) It's always funny to me when someone goes on a deep dive into that Amazon wish list and I'm actually surprised at something I put on there. It's been a lot of fun. I'm I have responded privately, uh, so for some reason, if you've gifted and you haven't heard from me, uh, make sure it's not hidden away somewhere in your email, or go ahead and check Patreon as well. And thank you to the clever ones who, they prefer not to use Amazon for their own reasons, and instead use that tip feature that's in the Spoken by Ellsworth uh, shop. One note, especially, um, (laughs) and there's no way you don't know who you are, there's one note that really cracked me up. If you're wondering if it was yours, it's the note about a pub crawl. And if you're unfamiliar with that phrase, I do suspect it's mostly used in the UK. It means, uh, Basically, starting at one pub and making your way along a street and stopping at more pubs till you reach a final one or perhaps, you know, reach your limit. The danger, of course, is you take along someone like me and then I insist on staying at the venue that has the live music. (laughs) I am not good at pub crawls for those two two obvious-ish reasons. One I just gave to you, right? If they have live music, basically any kind, it can be two guys with guitars, it can be jazz or so on, I'm gonna want to stay. And as for alcohol, my limit is definitely not on par with most British people. I'm just gonna blame it on a different kind of upbringing. So my creative types, they've been busy creating, and it appears the writing bug has bitten quite a few of you. I have a writing prompt of sorts to share. It came to me actually in the middle of the night, Um, but it led to looking up a few details just to make sure I have them correct. And that led to this story, which Sounds like it could be a drama that runs on for a few decades. Or, in the case of Netflix, it'd get one season, end on a cliffhanger, and then you find out it's cancelled. Here's the story. 
psyche is so beautiful that the jealous goddess Venus commands her son Cupid to make her fall in love with an unworthy man. However, Cupid falls in love with Psyche himself. Concerned about Psyche's lack of suitors, her parents consult the Oracle of Apollo. They are told that Psyche's future husband is a monster and that she must be abandoned on top of a mountain. <laughs> it's like the Indian matchmaker show, like, gone wild. And I confess, I confess, I totally binge-watched that show. I had a few other things going on at the same time. But wow, it's pretty satisfying. Anyway, so, uh, where were we? Oh, yes, her parents. They are concerned about those lack of suitors and told to put her on top of a mountain. The West Wind... Zephyrus, 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 Zephyrus. Okay, I'm leaving them both in there. You can let me know which one's right. Saves her and carries her to Cupid's palace. Cupid visits Psyche only at night and forbids her to make any attempt to see him. Psyche is curious about her lover's appearance and fearful after her two jealous sisters convince her that Cupid is a serpentine monster. Now, if this dude is visiting you every night to have some good sex, I'm assuming it's good because she's curious, right? She wants to see. Wouldn't you have caught on by now if he's some kind of a snake monster? Which does remind me, I really, really want to do a tentacle story. So I need at least like a dozen of you to send me a message and say, yes, please. Tentacle story. I want that. Okay, so she is now urged on by these two jealous sisters. They tell her, you know, to take a look. So she conceals a lamp and knife in her bedchamber. When Cupid is asleep, Psyche illuminates his beautiful figure with the lamp, but a drop of hot oil accidentally wakes him. Now, if this, if this is season one of the Netflix show, this is the cliffhanger. This is where it ends. Drop of oil, he wakes up, right? That's it. And then you're like, oh, well, that's okay, because season two will come soon. Anyway, yes, I'm a little salty about Netflix canceling a show I liked. I don't actually watch a whole bunch of TV. Um, I'm more of a reader. I just, I don't know. I just find it easier because I don't actually have to um, remember <laughs> what I was watching. <laughs> anyway, I just find it way easier. But on the occasion I do watch something, I really want to be able to, you know, get the time from it. Especially if it is the series and you've watched episode after episode after episode. I want the whole story. Uh, and so maybe that is, you know, why books come out superior. Because they have the whole story. Even if the ending, and I'm talking about you, Night Circus, even if the ending isn't exactly as good as you hoped. 
So, a drop of oil. Where am I? Here we go. Angrily, he flies off with Psyche clinging desperately to his ankle. Maybe that would be the last shot, right? And Psyche tries to drown herself, but Pan tells her to win back Cupid's love. Venus sets Psyche a series of increasingly difficult tasks. Oh, that could turn into story, couldn't it? Yes, that would be a fun story. Although, Psyche fails the final task. The gods make her immortal, and she is reunited with Cupid. The story is told in paintings by Luca Giordano in the 1600s, and much like my ongoing swipes at Netflix, he also didn't finish the story, which they claim is unusual for him. It's rumored that Luca was very fast with his brush. He had a nickname of Luca Fa Presto, uh, Luca works quickly. And so he finished lots. He was good at finishing. I think there's a lesson there for those who seem to uh, not finish. Maybe when you're given a set amount of time to do a certain thing, you should be like Luca and be quick with the strokes so that you can finish before someone briskly tells you that time is up. Alright, now back to the original middle of the night story prompt. Let's merge our interest of Hypno Kink with the story of Cupid. He does manage some mind control and we like that, right? Here is his story in a very short form. You tell me how you can see it being used by a mistress or a submissive man. Now, according to myth, Cupid was the son of Mercury, the winged messenger of the gods, and Venus, the goddess of love. He often appears having wings and is barely dressed. <laughs> He has a bow and a quiver of arrows, whose wounds inspired love or passion in his every victim. So tell me what you would do to work that into a story. And this week, I have two other episodes planned for release. Wednesday is Etiquette Training. And Thursday's session is the first in a series of trigger reinforcements. So have yourself a fantastic Valentine's Day. Have a think about the Cupid story prompt, and then let me know what comes to mind.